Hey there, this is Bo James, and on behalf of the Wix Church of the Nazarene, I just want to say thank you for joining us. I believe there is something for you in this message, and I pray that it will help you grow your faith. Enjoy. Guys, I have the wonderful opportunity to turn this pulpit over today, 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 today. See, it's good I'm not preaching today, I just got to tell y'all. And God knew that. Let me tell you how good God is. I've been thinking for actually a couple of weeks, Leslie's name just kept coming to me, kept coming to me. Now, it wasn't for today. I was thinking of another day that I'm going to need somebody to cover, and I, I just kept thinking, Leslie, Leslie, Leslie. And remember, we talked Wednesday night about making sure we listen to when God nudges us to just change things. That's okay. So Tuesday, I'm driving to Little Rock for a meeting, and just before I go into my meeting, I get a text from Leslie, and it's like, hey, can, can you possibly give me 10, maybe 15 minutes on Sunday to just share a testimony? So I quickly, yeah, you know, and I tell her I'm headed into a meeting, and um, we'll, we'll talk about this. Well, when I go into the meeting, I just kept thinking, 10, 15 minutes, is that long enough? Like, I don't want to stifle whatever God's doing. So I'm thinking I need to let her know that, you know, she can have more time. Well, then while I'm in my meeting, I unfortunately our meeting got interrupted with the fact that our um, dear friend, Pastor Linda Huggins, was being removed from uh, life support on Tuesday. And um, long story short, God worked this out. He knew I was going to be a mess today. He knew that I wasn't going to be able to preach. And he knew that woman has a message. And he worked it all out. <laughs> um, because it's been a rough week. Um, if you didn't know Linda Huggins, you missed it because she's one of those people that changes the landscape when she moves to heaven. <laughs> and uh, it was a blessing yesterday. I've just got to share you a quick testimony that her children stood up and spoke. Her husband stood up and spoke. And when that happens, man, you know, you know how blessed that family is. You saw the presence of God in that family ministering to us, I think, more than we were ministering to them. Linda was my friend. She was my mentor. She, all the way up to my last meeting, she was Zooming me, mentoring me, getting me ready for ordination. Um, and now she gets the best seat in the house when she watches. And she, so continue to pray for Chuck and that family. Lastly, you have a message? Come share with us from your heart what God has. Well, God bless y'all. I know this is uh, maybe new for some of you, but um, I think Montana and I have the best to do in the house. And thank you, Thomas, for walking me in with an umbrella and that rain didn't mess my curls up. No, but, um, well, huh, I don't even know where to begin, but ha, the Lord's good and he's been good to me. <sighs> Um, I guess I'm going to start at the beginning of, of my time. Um, so maybe y'all haven't known this before, but I've, I've worn a wig for 12 years. And in my spirit, I always felt like when I was reading, you know, through, through some of the Gospels, the woman with the issue of the blood, she, she had suffered for 12 years, and Jesus was headed to, to heal uh Darius's daughter, who was 12 years old, and that t number 12 just kept popping in my head so many times, and and that number 12 is is um is 
Every time I heard the number 12, it was as if he was speaking to me. My parents were married for 25 years and, and divorced, and they were separated for 12 years. And now I've, I've given you all the testimony about my parents and um, told you last Christmas that they got back together. And, and that was 12 years. But um, so this hair loss has been happening for 12 years. And I just knew at 12 that I anticipated that 12-year mark because I just felt like something incredible was going to happen. And I'm at that 12 mark. And I am walking in new freedom. And I've let go of the superficial, <laughs> of what was my identity, of what I was hiding. And I'm now walking in the glory of God. You know, the Bible says that hair is the, the glory of a woman. But I refuse to agree with that. <laughs> it is the glory of a woman. But if it's superficial hair, then what was it good for? And so, um, and this began my journey. But um, I guess I owe it to you to, to tell you about my hair loss. Um, when I was 18, the, the 21, just graduated high school, graduated top 10% of my class, and uh, had volleyball scholarships, all the things were going right, you know. Um, I was going to go to school and become an architect. I had it all figured out. Um, I'd been a Christian my entire life. And um, I'd do all the things that looked right. I'd read my Bible every day. I'd pray, Lord, bless me, watch over me, protect all the blessings, all the protection that you should pray every single day. You know, and and I did all the things that appeared right. And when I got to high school, I met a man in in church, and he's a Christian, right? I met him in church. Well, this led to to I guess where 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 God started to pursue me a little deeper. Um, I was, I, I engaged in a relationship with him for three years and this, not to go into so many details and it's not a story about him and I've prayed forgiveness for him, but, um, I was in an abusive relationship for three years of my life. And during those three years of my life, and I didn't start off as immediately abusive, um, but it became more and more and more and more abusive. But um, my parents were getting a divorce at this time. I just felt like I didn't have an escape, and my hair started to fall. <laughs> and that, that's devastating for some, and, and it sure, certainly was for me as well. I know there's, you know, some, some people that have expressed hair fall and, and the devastation that that brings to a woman. Um, but I certainly had my fair share of devastation, and I paired and partnered with depression, anxiety, playing Russian roulette with my life. <laughs> and one day, um, by the grace of God, 
I remember praying and saying, Lord, like, I don't know how to get out of this. I just want out. I don't know where to go, where to turn to. I just want out. Um, and, and that was one night. And the next morning, a series of events happened. And the grace of God let me out. <laughs> let me out. And I remember talking to my brother, my older brother, and he'd say, Leslie, just leave with your dignity. And I remember thinking, I don't even know what that word means, but at least it's something, and I can leave with something. Whether it was dignity or whatever it was, I didn't even know what it meant. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I know what dignity means. But I left with it. And so that... I was 21 years of age at that time, and I was completely bald and been told I was ugly, inadequate, you know, all the other things that don't matter now. Um, but I didn't know who I was. I was a depressed girl, and I, um, instead of running to the salvation that got me out of that relationship, I ran into the world. And I went through a hard, I met the world, <laughs> I guess for the lack of better words. And I was still empty. I was still unsatisfied. I still didn't have hair. And I, and I thought, there's got to be something more to this. And, again, God's grace has pursued me. Whether I knew it then or not, God's grace has pursued me. I was able to get back in touch with Cody through Facebook. Lord, thanks thanks for Facebook. That's the only thing it's good for was <laughs> that it rekindled my relationship with Cody. Now, Cody and I, we, we were best friends since we were 12 years old in middle school. And, and when my parents moved us, back to El Paso, you know, we lost touch, and we're just two kids, but um, we were able to reconnect, and he was my knight in shining armor. You know, I hadn't seen him in over 12, about 10 years, and his love was so pure, and he just started to love me for who I was, you know, for for me. And we hadn't seen each other, so it was very different. Like it was, I, I didn't feel like it was for looks sake. I tell him now that I married him for his money. That was a joke. And he says he married me for my hair. It's a joke, Sonny. <laughs> no. But, um, um, that God's been good. And so that was, that was that part of my story. And I, I remember trying to find my identity, you know, I felt like now I, I had a stable relationship, you know, and, and now things will work out. Well, I remember um, I worked for AT&T, and I quickly escalated um, to achieve more and better titles, and and sell more and sell more, and I just went into this 
just vanity, 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 vanity. You know, the sun rises to go back down again. You know, just vanity and vanity. And and it just led me to still feeling empty. Yeah, I've achieved these goals and things, and and I still feel empty. And um, well, a series of events happened. I got surplused from that job, and that was a God thing. That's God's pursuit for me again, yet again. At the time, I didn't realize I was just angry. Like, why would I lose my job? Me. Come on, don't y'all know I'm number one in your team? Like, why me, you know? But when they said that word, surplus, I just felt like I was going to be surplused. Okay? So I, I was open to it. Now, Cody was more happy than I was because he knew how much time um, my job and my career was, was taking away from us and our marriage and our kids. But, um, so I lost my job, my car got, gets repoed, you know, and, and Cody's doing really good at work and he's, and he's, you know, raising new fish, and, and there's no books on that, and he's doing it, and he's feed training these catfish, and he's doing great. And I remember feeling stuck at home. And I, and I remember wanting to go back to that depression, you know, what I had worked so hard to get out of by my own strength. And, um, and, um, You know, my father-in-law passed, but yet Cody still continued to work and get, you know, technician of the year, get promoted and do all these things. And, and I remember feeling like I, I'm at a crossroads. What do I need to do here? You know, and I remember reevaluating my life and, and at the crossroads where I was at and saying, okay, God. If you're real, show me you. You know, I don't know what else to do. I don't know where else to turn. Show me you. And I remember kneeling down um, by my bed. And I was home by myself. My kids had got taken away for 30 days. And there's a big old long story with that, as most of you know. Um, But Jesus became real in my life. At that moment, he filled my heart. And, he, and I felt a love and just a fullness that I've never experienced before. And that's where my journey started of healing and finding Jesus. Well, I have lots of scriptures for you, and I hope I can... Do Jesus any justice? But I remember reading some Bible, my Bible, and you don't have to turn there unless you want to. I'm just going to reference to them pretty quickly. I ran across. Ephesians 3.17, and it talks about what well, says, Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. 
And your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And I remember when I read the word roots, something jumped in my spirit and I thought, wow. So my life is a representation of, in my head, okay, I'm a bald girl here struggling with hair loss. And I remember feeling like my life was as hair. I'm like, okay, well, hair's got roots, so my life has roots as well. My heart has roots, you know. And, and so when I read that word, your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong, I remember thinking, man, that's what I need. I need some strength. I need some love because I'm at a desperate point. And um, oh, I started to read things like, um, you know, a, a man who builds his house on the rock is wise. A foolish man builds his house on, on sand. And I remember thinking, I've got to be rooted. I've got to find my root, you know. And, and that's what was, was springing up in my spirit was, was yeah, I'm, I, I may have hair or may have had hair before in the past, but my roots were fragile. <laughs> they weren't in Jesus. So it was like this sand that this house was going to crumble. And although I had done all the right things in my past, you know, this wasn't supposed to happen to me. It happened. And, um, oh, man. So I started to read um, things like, I am the root in the offspring in Revelation 22, 16. It, it says, Jesus says, I am the root and the, the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And so I started this journey of finding my root, you know, in Jesus, being planted in Jesus. And this solid rock that I needed to build my house on was Jesus. So see, I... I come to give you a message, and may this bald head preach to you that if your roots, your foundation is not on Jesus, doesn't matter how pretty, how many titles you've achieved, and you may have it all together, and you may achieve those titles, you may have all the money, all the things may be going right, but when the rain comes... If it crumbles down, all of that work was in vain. If it was not rooted and established in King Jesus. Or you might be the other way around and say, well, I've got nothing. Well, I'm here to tell you, my friend, that there is a Jesus who you can start with. You can build your house on that foundation of Jesus. And start to build your house on that foundation of Jesus. Or if you're in the middle, well, it's not too late. Don't continue going the route you're going if your root is not in Jesus. So whether you're new to Christ, whether you're of age in Christ, you know, or whether you're just now trying to experience Christ and you think you've had some things right and, and some not so right, you're in this path of, of learning... Um, I dare you to check your foundation 
and check your root. Because there will be a testing. And Jesus promised healing. He did promise all the things, but he said that there would also be persecution. There would be hard times. And that testing is, is what's going to test what, you've, what, what materials you've used to build your house on. Whether it was wood, hay, or straw, or whether you decided to build your house with gold, silver, or precious stones. So, I guess that, that is my message, is finding your root making sure that you're established in Jesus. Right now, as for me, there's promises in the Bible. And maybe, the, you know, for you, it's not hair. Maybe for you, it's, it's a different struggle. I don't know your struggles. You would know your struggles or what, what thing you're, you're struggling with. But um, for me, it was hair. So I, I dared myself to dive in the Bible and find what Jesus has to say about hair. And time and time again, I found scriptures about four or five times in the Bible. It says, when not a hair of your head shall perish, or not a hair of your head shall fall on earth. And I thought, wow, well, here I am, kind of the opposite of that, Jesus. You know, all my hairs have fallen, and it's like, you know, he said, all the, nar- the hairs of your head are numbered. I'm like, well, that's easy. Way to number them, Jesus. Like, you know, zero. But, um, no. What happened was, my spiritual eyes were awakened to see that, that those promises are there. And if you're not grabbing those promises, then how can you apply them to your life? And so, yes, although the Bible says not a hair of your head shall perish or by his wounds, by his stripes, we were healed. If I'm not grabbing them and applying them to my life, then what was that for? Did Christ die in vain? Absolutely not. So, um... I started to find those promises that were in the Bible, that not a hair of your head shall perish, not a hair of your head shall touch earth. And it's, the Lord told me this one morning. He said, um, what good was hair if it wasn't rooted in me? Same as what good is your life if it's not rooted in me? And, and I can tell you that, you know, when I read, long hair is the glory of a woman, <laughs> I can tell you that in the spirit, I may not have it on my outward appearance, I may not have hair in my outward appearance, but in my inward appearance, in my inner man, in my spirit, I have long hair and I wave it as a banner before the Lord. Because I've found my roots, and I've found Jesus, and I'm here to tell you that Jesus is good, and he's the only rock that you could build your house on. All other ground is shaking sand.
you know, and I, and I, um, you're like, okay, how do I grab Jesus? If you're at this point, like, okay, I have a need, you know, and just like Jesus, he's already had, he's already died. He's already suffered that. He's already said by his stripes, I am healed. You know, and so many things that the cross paid for, that he paid for on the cross. How do you grab that? How do you apply it to your life? Found a verse, and it's through Revelation. Now, I know any time we turn to Revelation, it's kind of scary, but... It's Revelation 12:11 and it talks about the accuser coming to accuse you but he gives you a weapon of how to come against that and he says and they defeated him they meaning the believers us those that grab Jesus's promises and say and defeated him being the devil the accuser We defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. There's another scripture that says, first wash the inside of the cup and the outside of the cup will be clean. So it's not about this light shining down on you through your life, you know, all these titles, all these things. But it's about, is the light shining out of you? Are you being what you're called to be, the light of the world? Or are you putting your light underneath the desk? And that's my message to you today is, is... To introduce you to Jesus, I'm sure you know Jesus, but there's a another scripture that, that has spoke to me. It's Philippians 2, 5 through 11. And this one's a very good one. If you guys want to turn to it, you may. Philippians 2, 5 through 11. It says, Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. But he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death. Even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name so that the name of Jesus so at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Yes. So I want to invite you church that's If you feel in your heart, the Bible says that man look at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart, and he tests the mind and the heart. 
And this is really a heart matter. Is your heart rooted, grounded, established in Jesus? Do you feel like you've been shaken? I just want to invite you to grasp Jesus. To, as my hair was a representation of my life, (laughs) to root yourself in Jesus. Find Jesus. I want to bless your journey as you find Jesus, as you encounter him. The Bible says to go into that secret place and shut the door behind you for your father is there. So if you go into that secret place with an expectation of looking for him, calling him down, you know, then you missed it. He's already there. So go in there expecting him to be there. And I can assure you that where you thought I was going to receive Jesus, Jesus would be there wanting and waiting to receive you. He's so good. I just want to bless you in that encounter with Jesus. And if you feel in your hearts to just reach for Jesus, I want to pray with you. And the stage is open, PJ. That's all I've got. <laughs> music these altars are open these altars are open what a beautiful message this was she has been more honest i think she she even was more honest in this message than you even thought you were going to be today but i told her i said the power is in your testimony that's right and there's some in here today maybe you don't have those roots maybe it didn't even make a whole lot of sense because you've never had jesus yet oh you've sat in the pews Mama and Daddy made you come every Sunday, every Wednesday. But have you planted your roots? Do you have Jesus? Maybe this morning you say, PJ, I've got my roots. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. No, you're not because you're going through something, right? Do you know when you talk about trees' roots, do you know how they strengthen and grow? It's when the wind blows, when the storms come. That's what strengthens your roots. So maybe this morning, it's your storm you're going through. And you just say, I want somebody to pray with me this morning. Maybe it's grief. Maybe it's illness. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's your grandkids you're worried about. Whatever that may be. But bring your roots down. And let us pray with you and strengthen your roots this morning. Altars are open. You're welcome to come. You're welcome. If you want to spread out, you can even use some of these empty pews. But if you hear the voice calling you, don't deny it this morning. Don't deny it. Heavenly Father, come and feel like somebody needs to come forward today. Your spirit is here. And he wants to grow our roots this morning in him. Father, I just pray for your spirit to work. Somebody's still hearing it. 
the Spirit is nudging me this morning not to rush through this because somebody needs to come. And if you feel led to pray with the ones that are here, you can just you can just come lay a hand on them. If you're in your seat and you know you need somebody to pray with you, would you reach over and just grab hands with whoever's next to you? Father, thank you for this word this morning. I have been strengthened to hear this message. Because God, it started with Leslie reaching out to you. And sometimes we just got to be brave enough to set pride aside and say, God, if you're real, make yourself known to me. I need to see you today. And he's there. He's there. Lord, I thank you for your spirit that continues to to look for us when we're not even looking for you. Provenient grace always goes before. Mm. God, you you weep with us. You you sit with us in times when things happen on this earth that you don't create. You don't want to see it happen. Other people make bad choices for us, but... You're waiting there to walk through it with us every time. We always can count on your son being there ready to forgive us and walk with us. Because Jesus promised, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And when he did have to leave this earth, he said, I'm going to send my helper to you. And we have that Holy Spirit living inside of us today, Lord. And I just pray that somebody will grab a hold of that today and say, this is the day. This is the day the healing starts, as Leslie said. This is the day healing starts. And I pray for that in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for everything. You knew the timing of this message. You knew who needed to hear it today. And we thank you for working that ahead before we knew what was coming. But I pray as we leave here today that this message goes out with us. I pray that those of you sitting here today and you thought, my roots are good, then you need to go out and plant a seed in somebody else today and tell them about Jesus Christ. Because they need to know the hope that you have. God, I pray boldness right now over them. May the Holy Spirit empower us with the strength we need to do what we need to do as believers in Christ. And may we use it to bless others. In Jesus' name, amen. Church family, continue to pray with those that are here. I love you guys. Have a blessed. Go be a blessing to somebody today. Let God interrupt your day and be a blessing to somebody today. If you want to do the Bible study with us on Wednesday, please come see me to get your book for that. Hey, I hope you received exactly what you needed from that message. If you want to connect with us, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, or you can always find us in person if you're in the area. If you'd like to support our ministries, you can find us on Tithely. Thank you to those who support our church. I hope you will subscribe and join us on the next one.
And remember, you are loved.